and that lets you save Look here. True form life. Green look on Welcome to Exploring Mind and Body with Drew Tadia. Drew is an expert in nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, and more. And he wants to help you live a healthier, longer, and more active life. Now here's your host, Drew Tadia. All right, welcome back to another edition of Nationally Syndicated Exploring Mind and Body. As always, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and being a part of our True Form Life community, whether you're listening on terrestrial radio across the country or on a, around the world as a podcast. We certainly wouldn't be here without you. So again, thank you for being here. Thank you for tuning in and checking out today's show. Now today I'm talking about happiness. That's all there is to it. <laughs> I think there's a lot of unhappy people in our society, and I'm hoping that this show will offer some insights and maybe give you a different approach, whether it's you or maybe it's someone else. And we all go through ups and downs in our day and in our lives, and I think that this is a great topic to talk about. And because we talked about depression and suicide in the past, we've talked about different options to help improve our mood. And I think that this one here, if it's not nutrition and exercise, things that we talk about on a regular basis, this can certainly help and give you different ideas and insights. Today, I'm bringing on Maura Sweeney, and she is the ambassador of happiness. She's an author, podcaster, she was a blogger on the Huffington Post, and she's been all over the place, around 60 countries, and she, again, she holds the trademark, which she likes to be called, the ambassador of happiness. She's all, got all kinds of tips and tricks and stories to help improve your health and improve your happiness. So sit back and enjoy. We got all that coming up on... This is Exploring Mind and Body. Naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host, Drew Tadia. All right, welcome back to another edition of Exploring Mind and Body. You heard all about Mara Sweeney in the introduction, so without further ado, welcome to the show, Mara. Drew, thanks a lot for having me. This is definitely the kind of conversation I look forward to uh, chatting about. It's our pleasure. Thank you so much for being here. Today we're talking about living happy from the inside out. I think it's so important because this topic, I feel like we actually have done re more recently past shows on depression. We've had a suicide conversation and I think it comes up more and more on the issues that we deal with in today's day and age of simply being happy. And I think that you have so much to offer here. I'm, I'm so excited to share this with our audience. Maura, can you tell us about yourself and your background before we get into it? Well, um, you might know that I am the ambassador of happiness, trademarked as such, which is really an interesting title because when I was young, I didn't feel happy. I didn't feel free. And you were just referencing, you know, those feelings of depression. I was never suicidal, but I will tell you that as a very young child, I felt very contained. I felt very conformed, groomed to this identity that really didn't speak for me. Um, I often wanted to do a lot of things as most kids do that I couldn't do, but I really made a choice to grow up to be happy and to be free. And at the bottom line of that, Drew, for me, it meant 
to be free to be myself. And I'm telling you, that's a very paradigm shifting concept because so many of us, I don't care where you brought up, what your environment is, but we end up finding all these cues around us that tell us who we're supposed to be or who we're not supposed to be. And if you really want to feel empowered and let's say energized, um, the best thing you could do is really start working on being the real you you are and then incrementally bringing it out to the real world. And I think that there's, from my own perspective, I feel more confident more energized. Um, I'm going to tell you, this is very interesting. I feel younger today than I did when I was 15 because I was carrying around so many heavy thoughts, so much baggage. And so I write, I speak, I do podcasts, webinars. I've got an e-course. I travel around the world. My message, whether I'm talking to young people that are in universities, young leaders of, of nations, or midlife people like myself, the message is always the same. Go talk to yourself. Listen to the cues that come out of your own body that says, you know, am I feeling good about this social situation? Is this real for me? Or am I conforming and contorting myself into a person and into a value system I'm not even buying? And so that's pretty much what I do. It's my whole life and I'm enjoying it. Mara, what what was what were you doing before? Where did you like how did you specifically get into this or find out that this was something that it was your mission to share living happy with people? Well, my backstory was that I grew up in New Jersey. Nice state. It's just that it was too cold for me. And I was always told I was going to be an attorney like my grandfather, who was a very prominent attorney, New York, New Jersey area. And from the time I was five, after he passed away, my family insisted I was going to be a lawyer. So I did everything I was told to do. And that was I majored in um, political science when I was in college. I interned for Senator Kennedy. I then went on to law school was taking out student loans, all of which was preparing me for a 40-some-odd-year career in New Jersey, the state I didn't want to live in, in a profession that I had no calling for and no real passion for. And, And my Waterloo moment came. One day, I was only 23, but I was at the midpoint in my law school study. So I had done three semesters, had three semesters to go. And I thought, oh my gosh, can I make it? Can I go for 40 years doing something to please my family or let's say what's expected of me when I know by the day I'm dying on the inside. I felt like my the light within me, the energy that I had al- always hoped to like utilize in my adult years to make a difference and to do things that would make me feel purposeful, expansive, creative. I felt like, oh my gosh, I'm looking at a 40-year I don't want to say sentence. That's probably the best way to say it. And one day, Drew, I literally could not get up out of my chair to get in the car and drive myself to law school. And then when my husband came home later that day, he said, oh, weren't you supposed to be at school? I opened my mouth and nothing could come out. That was when I knew I was at the the point of no return. I could no longer live a life that wasn't mine to live, that I needed to have to find my own way to passion, to purpose, to happiness, literally. And you know where happiness comes from? It's like being yourself, being your own authentic person, doing what comes what's important to you, what's meaningful to you. And I put myself on a new path. It was a little, it was daunting. It was frightening. And I ended up having about a, um, 
oh, I want to say a decade in corporate management, two national corporations where I um, I led a lot of people to success. And I, after that, became a homeschooling mom to our daughter, helped my husband build a business. And when our daughter, who was so purposed, put herself in college at age 13, I knew she was on her way and she was our only child. My husband and I just said, you know what? We're either going to get old doing what we've always done. And we lived a prosperous life. We had, you know, this very nice company, but we were not growing as individuals. And it was too important for us. And for me in particular, I had no interest in selling computer widgets. I mean, I could have done it, but there was no life in it. And, you know, sometimes people reach different I want to say moments in time. It could happen when you're 12. It could happen when you're 20. It could happen when you're 50. And all of a sudden you think, is this really my life? Do I need to continue on this path or something telling me there needs to be a difference or a change? And really, since I was little, I mean little, preschool, I used to look at airplanes in the sky. Imagine people in those airplanes from every country throughout the globe of every different ethnic um, and cultural background. And all I wanted to do was go and meet them and really be an idea person and be, I want to say a goodwill ambassador. So isn't it ironic that I was like 50 years old when I actually stepped out doing originally YouTube videos and then doing some blogs about what it means to live an authentic and happy life, and even how do we reinvent ourselves from the inside out. So does that give you a good enough vantage point, past, present, and even future in terms of living happily from the inside out? It's not always easy, (laughs) but it's empowering. I was wondering about your daughter there, something that you mentioned when you were talking. Did you say she enrolled in college at 13? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> you know, did, funny. it was very funny. I look back on it. Now, you know, it was interesting when I grew up, I was always told what I had to do. I really didn't have freedom. She was homeschooled at first and she was always setting up her own guidelines and goals. And then I was starting to take her around to take a look at some high schools in the area. And she said to me one day, you know, mom, I really did a lot of high school work already. I'd like to go to college. And my thing, she was 13. I'm thinking, She's wearing braces. She has pigtails. She wants to go to college. And I didn't want to tell her no. I said, Kaylee, I don't think that's possible. And she said, Mom, it is possible. She said, if I could take an entrance exam at the local college and pass, I'll be able to get high school and college credits. And I and I didn't want to tell her no. So I called the college. They said, well, if she's matriculating at a 10th grade level, go ahead, bring her in. If she passed the exam, she can um, she can move forward. And I never told them her age. So there she was, pigtails, glasses, skinny, <laughs> and I was having coffee waiting for her as she was coming out of class. But by 15, she was um, she had an associate's degree, and then she headed on up to Boston University, and she's moved on since and lived overseas. She was just a very purpose girl. And I wanted to make sure, as a mother who grew up feeling very confined, that when I was bringing my own daughter up, I wanted her to be a lifelong learner, but I wanted her to be a fully functioning, socialized adult. And in many ways, had she not been ready, we would have never allowed her to do either of those things. But she was, you know, she was very self-sufficient. Is that we need to find what's true to ourselves and maybe not conform to society or what everyone else thinks we should be doing. Um, Homeschooling is interesting to me because I have some homeschooling friends and 
and some par- I know parents that have homeschooled and I feel like it kind of goes against society. So can you compare that to how we can find happiness by kind of maybe living outside of the norm or finding our own truth? Sure. And, you know, this is interesting to note. At one point, and talk about depression, my family, when I started high school, insisted I go to an all-girl, um, very small uh, Catholic prep school. And I hated it. I was so uncomfortable not being at public school with everybody that I ended up becoming anorexic even before they had a, a name for it. So when my, it was my husband who said to me, you know, Maura, why don't you just homeschool our daughter for, you know, for kindergarten so that we could travel. We used to travel a lot off, off season, elbow season, which of course was the time when most kids were in school. And I remember saying to him, oh my gosh, that is the most antisocial thing I've ever heard and he said well more just do it for one year our daughter was it was up for it and I personally drew would not be a candidate for homeschooling she on the other hand our daughter every year I would say do you want to do it oh mom I love it I'd say well don't you feel like you're missing out on things but let me say this there were people who watched me as a homeschooling mom some of them were so against me figuring I was against the National Education Association here in in the States, which was not true. Other people assumed I was super religious and uh, legalistic, also not true. What I did was I did things that felt right for us. You know, I had our daughter socialized in so many extracurricular activities. We traveled a lot. We had exchange students coming to our home. So we did a lot of things. And I'll tell you something further is that I took my role very um, seriously. I got tested as an instructor, making sure that my daughter was growing properly each year. In other words, I just wouldn't, I wasn't doing it by rote. And the other thing too, I'll tell you, some people do homeschooling for all the right reasons because they want their kids to have extra time to get involved in, let's say athletics, so they could compete one day in the Olympics or that they could do something extraordinary in music. Um, Other people do it because they're they're keeping away from society. And I really, I wanted to have a daughter who, and I knew this from the time that I had her, I wanted her to grow up as an adult, not as a forever child. And so uh, that was even in fourth grade, we had her go once a week to public school. And so she had so many experiences. So my my methodology of being a homeschool teacher is probably not like the norm. In fact, um, Someone I I spoke to one day, she's a PhD and she used to speak to a lot of homeschooling families. She said to me, Maura, you're an unschooler. And I said, what is that? She said, an unschooler. She said, it's someone who does not do things in normative fashion, but you end up getting to the ultimate goal. So there you go. I was sort of outside the norm. Yeah, I love but the idea. Of I would tell people. I, gotta, I think it's just a, a uh-huh. an older mindset to me, and at least in our community, there's more and more homeschooling people. And I've I've ran into all kinds of different types of homeschooling children, and they're so bright and original, and, and they think outside the box. So, I think that whatever path is good for for you and your your child, or, or whatever fits your model, is the right path. But but I want to get back in, more into happiness mm-hmm. here. So, more when people come to you, or when you're going to speak at these conferences, what is the the main message? Not so much that you're sharing, but when people come there and they're maybe, maybe feel a little bit lost or they're looking for more happiness or to find their true self, what, what, what do you share with them or what's their biggest concern when they, when they come to you? 
You know, very good. I know I speak to the mind, but I predominantly speak to the heart, let's say the soul, the spirit of people that I know each one of us are born with when we come into this world, but then we are conformed by various paradigms. So my topics oftentimes will center on becoming a person of influence, becoming a leader in your own right. Um, But I always use this living happy inside out mantra. And I'll tell you why. If we're truly going to feel like empowered people, then we have to learn how to be true to ourselves. We have to be able to get in touch with the value systems that are important to us to recognize whether we're at work or in a community environment or in a social environment, to recognize what's real for us and what's not, and to learn to become advocates for ourselves, for a better society, for what is true, for what is higher. And um, so to answer your question, I've been to many uh, countries, I want to say maybe nine or 10 of them, many of which are in Southeastern Europe. And in some of these cases, and this is probably why I get invited back over and over again, some of these places have been under you know, former communism, and these would be next generation after their kids grew out of communism. And part of that was the mindset that said the government's going to do it for us. Even their parents, who would be older than me, grew up in an environment where the state did everything for them and took care of them. So now they're bringing up the next generation of kids saying, well, just do whatever you're told. And then you get young people that are really looking for something better. They can't work with the old paradigm. And my job is to go in there. I I say my job, but it's also what they're looking for. They're looking for an energy that speaks to what they already know within them that says, I do have some ideas. I do have some um, gifting, some talents, some energies, some abilities, and some visions that I can bring forth and literally help my society and me move forward and change in positive ways. So it's almost like what what I always like to think about my speaking and in everything I do. I'm like a hologram. I can be speaking to a variety of audiences, um, but there is something energetically within my words that speaks to the light of knowing that already exists within people. And so, and I'll go back right to this. Most of us, if not all, come into this world before we are fashioned or confronted formed by those around us. And we have all these ideas and all of these imaginations. But then when we get to school, we literally get limited in terms of the way in which we're evaluated, the things that people say that we can and cannot do. Um, And what that does is it stifles the natural energy, creative powers, and I'm going to say the brilliance that really, if we're going to lead healthy um, lives and meaningful lives, those things that really do need to come out and to manifest. And so you could see that that's a message that applies as much to university students as it does to, you know, baby boomers who might have retired from what they used to do and are saying to themselves, all right, now what's my next chapter and how can I really use this time to make my life count? What are the changes that you see when you go and speak with some some people that have this type of mindset and then you get a chance to express what you do? How does that change their lives? 
You know, I do hear from many of them. Uh, in fact, one of them I just heard from Kosovo over the weekend, who will hopefully be attending a uh, an international summit um, here in the United States later this summer. There are people who are so, can I say, energized, excited. It's like... I want you to think about this. Imagine if you were a very small candle and nothing around you is speaking of the light and the very light that you carry within you, you almost deny because you don't see it anywhere else. When I come in, I become a brighter candle and I reinforce what their small candle already knows. And for those who are hungry, who are searching, who want to be masters over their own life and who want to make their lives count in healthy and expansive ways it's as if they grow they grow even as i'm in front of them and they'll follow and they'll take that energy and they'll just continue to build upon it and that's really all we can do for one another we can be an example that lets other people know that they can do the same thing in their own lives grow to be their biggest best finest and healthiest version and most authentic version of self. And that's really what brings about a better, more harmonious and healthier society. And I'm not, I could say a society within our family, within our community, within our states, our countries, our nations, and even the world. Why do you think that as a society, I would say, uh, I'm not sure if this is a fair statement, in my opinion, (laughs) we seem to be less happy it seems like we have more information we have more money more cars and houses but we're less happy i would say the short answer to that is that we have literally cut off the knowledge of self in favor of the idea that we need to follow the experts or be included in with whatever the the experts or the celebrities or the top news people tell us we should do be follow how about this one consume. I'll give you a perfect example. Um, there, I, I have so many things that I research and learn about as well as speak on. Do you know right now, for example, Drew, that many of the jobs that used to be available after university studies are no longer there in the marketplace? So we literally have generations of kids right now whose families are shelling out 30, 40, 50, 60, and now as much as $70,000 a year for a university education that may deliver nothing on the other side. There's no guarantee. So I want you to think about that. That's a notion. That's a paradigm. That's a belief system or a value system we've all been told matters. And yet when that, when we choose to blindly follow what we're told to do without really checking in with ourselves to say, is this feeling natural for me? Does this, is this really a path I want to go on? How about this? Here's another one. And I can remember this years ago. Uh, it was, um, when MasterCard started with their big campaign about, well, because you're worth it. And the whole idea, this is probably like in the 80s or the 90s, you had to use your MasterCard to buy the buy all these fancy things, go on the expensive trips, buy the biggest things you possibly could. Why? Because you're worth it. With the understanding behind that is if you don't go and buy all these expensive things, then you as an individual are not worth it. Well, I never used to buy into that stuff, but the reason why people are so unhappy today and disempowered is that they've given up their better 
faculties in favor of following whatever the outside norm is. It's almost like following after your tail rather than checking in with their own natural inclinations, their soul to say, do I really believe this? Is this speaking to me or am I just buying into somebody else's marketing program or socializing program? And I think when people disconnect with who and what they really are in their natural, in their natural, um, being their natural souls, then yes, they're going to feel disempowered. They're going to feel old. They're going to feel frightened. They're going to feel confused. And uh, then you have a very unhealthy society and disjointed society. And if I can add to this, even though it's not something I'm an expert on, I think this is why you find a lot of people medicating on so many harmful behaviors, whether it's excess gambling, smoking, pill taking, whatever. And well, so what can we do to move closer to the things that really make us happy, that truly make us happy instead of getting caught up in the Mm. news or the celebrities? You know, there's some really easy things. How about this? How about every morning, get up even five minutes earlier and just sit quietly, listen to the birds chirp outside, sit by yourself, find something you could read that will be inspiring. Maybe keep a journal for your inspiring thoughts. And then, and so what you're actually doing, and I used to do this during my corporate life because I was under a lot of pressure. I would make sure that I was in possession of my own soul and my own thought life and my own purposes. And let's say, um, um, what is it when you set yourself on a course, like on a mental course, before I would drive myself to the office and have to face 30 people because I wanted to be the guiding force in life rather than feeling like I was being led around by every you know, every problem that would be around me. So I would say five minutes every morning. Here's another thing. How about five minutes just before you go to bed at night? Go through your day. Go through it and say, you know, where did I feel really good, happy, empowered, natural, free, expansive today? Where was I smiling today? Who were the people I was around that I really felt good about? And conversely, did I say or do anything that goes against my better judgment that really made me feel constricted? Start learning how to cue into yourself and then make a mental note of it to say, all right, then the next time this negative thing comes my way, how can I remove some of my energy, my commitment, my involvement in something like this? So those are two really easy things. The next things I would say every day find your find an opportunity to shut off the computer the iphone get out in nature go to an exercise class um turn on some maybe some music that you enjoy go out for a bike ride dance do something that that takes you out of your typical norm and gets you more connected with what you love find one reason a day to smile breathe instead of feeling like you're hyperventilating so those are all a couple of easy things <laughs> 
Sometimes a show once a week or even twice a week just isn't enough. So if you want more content, if you want to know more about what we're doing at True Form Life, you can find us on Facebook. We're on there posting at least twice a day in the morning and the evening. That's at facebook.com slash trueformlife. We're on Instagram. That's kind of my favorite platform. I like to post my food pictures and some of the activities that I do, maybe hiking or whatever that may be. And that's just that dream. Drew Tadia on Instagram and then Twitter as well. That's at True Form Life. So we're highly active. We'd love to connect with you. So find us on your social media platform and let us know how you're enjoying our show. We just have a couple minutes here, but I want to give you the opportunity to talk about your website, your book, or anything else that you want to share with our listeners. Oh, well, you know what? You mentioned the operative word listeners. Um, one of my favorite things to do is uh, post some easy thoughts on my own podcast. So if you've got listeners, I would invite them to also check me out. My podcast is called Mora Sweeney. Oh, my goodness. Isn't that novel, Living Happy Inside Out. And they're only 10 minutes in length. And what they do is I'll pose a question, a reflective question. It's followed by a little life story. And then I'll give them a call to action. So what it really does is help listeners retrain their thought life so they truly can live happier from the inside out. And for those who would like to read my blogs, find my books, um, or even uh, take me on as a um, as a speaker or as a consultant, I invite them to find me and follow me at my website, which is my name, Mora. It's Amazon Mary, A-U-R-A, the number four, the letter U.com, Mora, for you.com, because no matter who you are, I'm an advocate for you. Wonderful, Mara. Thank you so much for sharing your time and expertise with us today on Exploring Mind and Body. Is that, it was an absolute pleasure having you with us. Thanks so much for inviting me on, Drew. All right, that's going to wrap things up for this edition of Exploring Mind and Body. As always, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and checking out the show. More details are going, on, going up on exploringmindandbody.com. So if you ever miss a show, you can always go back and check out past shows there. We also have a free app that you can download on any Apple device. So if you head over to the Apple Store, you can download the app and take the show with you wherever you go. Please consider leaving a ratings and review on iTunes as well. That always helps the show on our on that podcasting platform. Exclusively for Exploring Mind and Body listeners, we are offering our monthly membership at a dollar. So the first month is only a dollar. This is where we do meal planning, recipes, grocery shopping lists, and more. And this is going to get you going in the right direction. So if you'd like to check that out and see what we have Send us a message at trueformlife.com and we'll get back to you with more details as to how to set you up there. Once again, thank you so much for being here. That's it. That's all I got. I'm out of here. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadia, in health and fitness for a better world. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. To find out more about the show, Drew Tadia, or to listen to past shows, visit exploringmindandbody.com.